friends with different amounts of money or income <laughs> in either direction. Uh, yeah. So what? Uh, uh, George Carlin um, has a has a bit. Is that a friend of yours? Yeah. Uh, How much money does he have? I don't know. I, you, know it's, you can't take it with him. Yeah. You know. Uh, but no, he, no, he had a bit that I think applies to a lot of situations, but where he's talking about um, in, about driving, and he's like, anybody that drives faster than you uh, is an idiot, and anybody that drives slower than you is a moron. Yeah. Um, so is there is there's a sense that like anybody with more money f- than you is rich, and then anybody who's less money than you is poor? Is right. That, yeah. I mean, I mean, right from all of our yeah <laughs> points of view. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's. I'm I'm curious about this idea of uh, in the same way that like you know we all try to we humans tend to clump together with people who we consider like us right mm-hmm. we are all kind of sort of tribal in our nature uh, and the amount of money you make I I don't know if it's something that everyone thinks about I don't think about it all the time but it's like you know yeah most of the people I know I don't have a lot of friends who are like way wealthier or or make way less than me hmm. they're all kind of in a range yeah. So I would say, uh, I, I would say that I do have a range okay. uh, of of people in my kind of social circle. If you think about your range, are you in the center of your range? Um, well, it depends. So I'm not talking about like uh, it depends on the the group, right? I'm like which about. group you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And, and so I, I can't. I don't know if I can give a uh, like whether. Yeah, where, I know this where is all just, stand, you're yeah. just making it making it up, but it's and, like. And one thing I will say. So I have, um, let's say, friends from college, okay. right? Who are in roughly the same band as me mm-hmm. you know even though we've all done a variety of fields and careers in different ways but there's a sense that we're all roughly in this you know certain band um and then i have you know friends from work who mm. are have a, actually a little bit wider right. uh, range in some ways not not only for the company that you and i both work for there's a range there but um and just in my own professional life uh, because of the nature of my work, I come into contact and I work with people with extraordinary means, and then people mm-hmm. with um, with with fewer means. And because I, I like work, the people who work for nonprofits and the people who give to nonprofits, right, and, have, and, have different amounts of money. And I'm probably in the median of that. Sure, right? you right, know exactly. I mean? like, You're between those. Two. I'm between those uh, those two. Uh, and um, and then <laughs> so that's so I do, and the, the, and I'm friends with people who work for nonprofits and I'm friends with people who are very uh, wealthy contributors to nonprofits. Right. And um, it doesn't impact the the level or depth of my friendship right. either way. No, right. you know, I, I feel I, like I, I, I'm I, very, uh, you know, the people I actually really truly like are the people I truly like no matter what. Right. Um, but I would say that my observation is, and this is just my observation, so it could be wrong, but m- I feel fortunate in the sense that I have a broader perspective mm-hmm. than I think a lot of people in some ways, not only because of the nature of my work. Um, and I, my sense, my observation is that a lot of people tend to be within their band. Right. I think that's normal. But I, I, so I feel unique in that I do go, I have a wide network mm-hmm. across bands. Okay. Um, and I would say that's not just because of the nature of my work in philanthropy, but it's also, um, I think being gay in New York mm-hmm. is very interesting. Um, Tell me more about that. Because uh, within the gay community, such it is, as it is, um, and that's a kind of a loaded term that means different things to different people, but uh, in the gay world, um, people form connections and have relationships 
um, that might exist outside of professional networks or outside of educational networks. Um, These are sort of social connections. Yeah, and, and that, that they kind of are different from how other people form social connections. So Because, my, you, because my, you're my, in this community. Right. So my, my like straight college friends mm-hmm. um, are in a certain band together with all other of their straight college friends. Okay. And then my professional friends are in the different bands that they're in based on their professions. But then gay uh, uh, people can be uh, have social connections that are very diverse. So you can have the... You get more diversity because you have the gay community tying, tying the otherwise yeah. diverse people together. Right. And so, and so, and I think it's when you think about socializing. So, you know, the, um, the struggling artist, actor, waiter, bartender, uh, and the investment banker, uh, trust fund kid go to the same dance parties. Ah, right. And they go to the same bars. You have these activities and locations that are, they're bringing more diverse people together yeah and so there's there's interactions there and and uh um, you call it <laughs> and and you know in in one of the things i think is very fascinating and um would be for for any you know sociologist to to study uh, i'm sure actually has been studied um but is like gay sports leagues in in different oh, big interesting. cities uh-huh. um so there's because not only are you gay but you also like playing whatever well and there's lots of, and there's a whole so there's some that are like i've played football mm-hmm. um and I've played kickball okay. and dodgeball. Okay. Uh, but there's also volleyball. Sure. There's I would soccer. There's, there's hockey. Kind of there's all kinds of you know. Um, and some of them though are more you know are more serious. Like football and soccer tend to be a little bit more serious. Seri- serious in the yeah. sense that they attract people who want to play football. Yeah, and soccer. You, uh, more highly skilled uh, athletes for that right. sport. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then some are more just a, a, a barely a precursor yeah. just to go out drinking afterwards. Right, exactly. So We're going to have to dodgeball kickball game, yeah. and kickball. Uh-huh. I mean, are, are, you're, telling um, me, you're telling me there aren't a lot of former professional kickball players. <laughs> right, right. Um, but in, th- in those leagues, it's very interesting how they really do attract a wide range of people. And mm-hmm. there's um, there's a certain, in in gay sports, there's, there's two different ways that um, where your normal, the uh, kind of the normal hierarchies uh, don't matter. So on the on the sports field, your athleticism itself, right? You know, so no, it doesn't no matter, one knows it doesn't how much you what, make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what your bank account is yep. or what your net assets are on the on the sports field. It's how good are you mm-hmm. on the sports field? And then at the at the bar or the club or the dance party or what have you, it's doesn't matter your net assets. It's how attractive you are right. in some ways. And then it's in the socializing and how you chat on the sidelines and how you uh, you know how you meet people. It's how, you know how interesting are you? And, yeah, right. You know, and so, to so, me, that's, so that's social <laughs> capital is different. Yes. you know, in these different ways. So if you think about the different, well, and if, capital, and if you're all wearing the same T-shirt because you're on the same dodgeball, it kind of irons out some of the physical differences you might otherwise have at the club. Right. Like it creates it creates an artificial environment where how interesting you are, your social skills are are allowed to kind of rise to the surface. Yeah, yeah, and you're building community by having the same T-shirt on and the same cheer. For right. your team, and it, that kind of masks all the the differences of maybe class or educational background or, or um, you know other other things that that would be differentiators off the field. Are there other hobbies besides sports that do that? And maybe there, maybe the answer is yes, and you just don't know. But you mean, you mean gay hobbies, or you just um, mean? I mean, because that's actually would be an interesting one for how well, do people well, from so different well, classes interact in general. Because one I, thing that comes to mind is jujitsu. So I I go a couple times a week. It's not a gay jujitsu class. I mean, the way I you mean, describe it, it, it sounds pretty gay. It is intrinsically um, homoerotic. Yeah, 
you can't help but it's like <laughs> please please mount your partner as we <laughs> practice the following move um but you know similarly you meet people from lots of different uh professional backgrounds and i'm always a little bit surprised to like be you know you're, you're training with somebody and you're and you're chatting after a class and just sort of like you're just learning who this person is that you've already been uh doing a physical activity with and it's like oh yeah i'm in my um you know i'm in grad school mm. and it's like oh right you're 10 years younger than me and right. like it didn't really occur to you yeah or, or or whatever you realize like you're very different ages or you're totally different you know or like for example you're all you're all wearing the same thing when you're training and then when you get changed afterward and like i'm wearing a uh, whatever a t-shirt and jeans and the guy like is putting on a suit because he's a right. lawyer and he puts on his glasses that he wasn't wearing the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, Oh, you're, you're kind of a nerd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> I mean, you're great. You're better than me at me at this sport. And, yeah. and, but it's, it's, it's this thing where I think, I think you said it's like connective tissue that pulls together people who wouldn't otherwise be together. Yeah. And so sports. So all I talked about just now is just another sports. So I'm kind of thinking like, are there yeah, other well, hobbies? So, I mean, so Tim and I, uh, for a couple of years, as, as you know, we, we tried to, we took French lessons. Right. Um, and uh, so we went to uh, Alliance Francaise and mm-hmm. went to, to classes with them. And I, I, I struggled with them mightily um, and, and learning uh, my first, second language as an adult mm-hmm. has proved to be uh, quite difficult. But but the, what I've always found interesting was in the classes, there really were a wide uh, a cross-section of people. So we mm. had retirees, we had uh, mother, working moms, uh, we had students, and it was interesting, you know, and it, it, and um, I don't know, I guess there's also like jury duty and mm-hmm. things like that where you just, but I'm trying to think of, you know, when, what are those opportunities for people to, I mean, those are, jury duty is obviously a, a classic example, maybe the French classes, not because we didn't become friends with any of them. I mean, we you know, chatted with them, but it's not like, oh, yeah. let's go hang well, out. But I'm trying to think of like where meaningful social interactions um, uh, and, and then, then actual relationships are formed uh, that allow people from very different backgrounds and walks of life and, and social classes and uh, to, to interact and then well, form. I think the thing that you're... The thing and I co- feel like gay sports allowed for that or allows for that. Yes, it's an excellent example. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's one way. So I, I do think that I... So I have... Um, just coming back to the original question. So I do have friends who have are, you know, roughly have the same amount of access to resources as I do and then others who are very, very wealthy and then others who... Are, are much less wealthy, and, and I'm very uh, conscious of it, but not in a, you know, in, in a way of, um, you know, I think it comes down to uh, experiences that you invite people to take part in, and okay. how you do that, you know, so yeah. if we're going to, with certain friends, it's like, oh, we're, if we're going to meet up to do a dinner, is right. it going to be, go to where do we go to dinner, and who, who decides, yep. and then how do you be conscious of, oh, maybe we'll just come on over, and we'll you know, I mean, cook a, something, or we'll order in. There's of friends about this, right? It's like, you got people who have money and can afford to go to dinner and don't worry about it. And people for whom going to dinner anywhere is a not insignificant cost. Right. And then there's like in New York, especially it's like, you know, there's an order of magnitude difference between cheap restaurants and expensive restaurants. Right. And then, and it's like, Oh, we're, we're, we're ordering the, that bottle of wine and yeah, right. Oh, we're all going to split. We're all putting in the credit card, you know, so it's, the, and oh, I, we're just going to split the and, bill. And I've been at different yeah. points in my career. I've in, in of, of my life. I've been at different, different <laughs> uh, roles, right? right. Or, and we're at different experiences where I'm like, oh my, I remember, you know, years ago when it was, oh my gosh, we have to split the bill after right. my credit card in. What? Oh my, I can't I, believe. That's a gig- I, that, I didn't order that. What? I, didn't, I didn't know you could have so many numbers on a bill. Yeah. Um, and then now it's like, oh, I, I you know, just have to kind of be conscious of it. So I think it yes. takes a lot of conscientiousness um, 
and uh, an awareness on all on all sides. Next topic. <laughs>